1: Yes, <laughs> Special Prosecutor, Larry clayman
0: I'm the only lawyer ever to obtain a court ruling that a president of the United States committed a crime. For truth. For competition. As a young lawyer, I helped break up AT&T. That's why you have all your cell phones today. For sovereignty. For the Republic. I'm the guy who at Judicial Watch, which I founded, uncovered the Chinagate scandal. Millions of dollars going to the Clinton campaign, corrupting our political system.
1: For the privacy of citizens.
0: And I'm the only guy who even enjoined the National Security Agency from mass surveillance. On hundreds of millions of Americans. Tearing it up. I'm the son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice. Bringing it back. We're gonna take this country apart and put it back together again in the way envisioned by our founding fathers. It's not just talk. We're not just regurgitating news stories. Larry Klayman, Special Prosecutor, is making the news. And now, here's Larry. Welcome to this week's edition of Special Prosecutor with Larry Klayman. It's Thanksgiving weekend. I want to wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving with their family. You know, we just talked about the fact that my family was in the meat business. We didn't slice and dice turkeys. We sliced and diced pigs, which may actually be more apropos to what we have today in Washington, D.C. and elsewhere. But I wanted to introduce my good friend again, Franklin Raff, uh, a very talented radio talk show host producer uh, who's going to be with me on this show today, and we're going to have some fun, but we're also going to talk about some very serious issues. And one of those issues is going to be the case of Robert Mueller, the special counsel. I filed a lawsuit to force him out of office just last week. You can find it at freedomwatchusa.org. We're going to be talking about what's going on in his ongoing investigations concerning General Michael Flynn, who apparently now is cooperating with Mueller, what that means. We're going to talk about Hillary Clinton, as usual, because she always factors in. She's been counting on Mueller basically to do her dirty work to remove Trump. She obviously hopes to make a return in 2020. She obviously is not going to be putting her broom down. I call her the wicked witch of the left. She's still out there circling, hoping that she she and her leftist friends will be able to regain control of the nation's capital. We're going to talk about the Bundy case, the recent developments in that. So important to our nation's future. And there's some interesting developments this weekend. Colin Kaepernick attended the unthanksgiving celebration on Alcatraz, if you can believe that. Uh, Native Indians who took offense to the fact that the Washington Redskins played yesterday, and they have the name Redskins. And Colin Kaepernick obviously continues to disrespect our country, and he's just an example of many in this country who are driving it or attempting to drive it into the ground, and a bunch of other issues. But I want to introduce Franklin. How are you, Franklin? How's your Thanksgiving?
1: Oh, well, you know, Larry, there's two kinds of people on Thanksgiving, if, if you see things from my perspective. Either you're the kind of person, right, who cooks all day, comes up with new culinary ideas, prepares the wine and the table and the flowers, makes things just the... Every, the prayers, the candles, everything. Then you bring people into your home and you get ready to greet them and ask them how they're doing and ask them about their family and how everything's going and your friends and bring people in who don't have anywhere to go for and then you entertain them during the dinner and then you clean up for hours and hours getting all that goosey, fatty stuff off all your silverware. If either you're that kind of guy, right, or you're the kind of person... Who sits at my table, right, and will not stop talking about how much Donald Trump is destroying America and the world? And like this one cat went on and said, "Donald Trump is gonna, he's gonna annihilate South Korea single-handedly." They will not stop. It's beyond a derangement syndrome. It is. It's just irritating. I mean, I wanted to throw this guy out of the window. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, that's right. In today's world, you're either for or against. And I'm not talking about the words of George W. Bush, who frankly didn't know where he was half the time, much less Thanksgiving dinner, in my opinion. But uh, people do take it personally. Families are divided. <clears throat> people are <clears throat> backed up against each other. I'm getting choked up just talking about it because it is annoying. And frankly, and let Trump me tell really- you why,
1: why it's annoying, Larry. Honestly, it's because when I for, I'm married to a woman, who, just a, a wonderful, brilliant woman, and when we argue about politics, for instance, we, we debate. We have points and counterpoints and we laugh and we get upset and frustrated, but we're talking about issues. But when left-wingers want to argue about Trump, they just call you stupid. They call him stupid. These people think they're like the smartest people. I don't know, Larry. I got a perfect score on my SATs. I have problems, but I'm not stupid, right? And, but all that's right. how these guys, they look at you, they roll your eyes, and they say, well, the, you're stupid. And I find that that's what's irritating. If, if left-wingers want to attack you, they never attack you on an First of all, don't attack the host of the dinner, right? Am I right? I mean, don't. It's just rude. But then, well, instead of arguing a political point, they just call you stupid, Trump stupid, Bush stupid. Everybody's stupid except the stupid guy at my dinner table.
0: Well, and we're not even in New York. You didn't have Thanksgiving in New York. That's a phrase in New York. You're stupid, right? Well, you know, New York, I think, is pretty stupid, frankly. I, I agree with, with Ted Cruz on that one. What a place. I mean, it's, it may have good Broadway shows. and may have a lot of good food and stuff like that. But the leftists in New York City... As in in, uh, California, frankly, are destroying this country, and we've seen it, and it's regrettable that you had to go through it on Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, Franklin, that you couldn't talk to the turkey that you, in fact, had to talk to these people, (laughs) but I do it all the time, and I'm attacked all the time. But let's talk about Robert Mueller. This is a man who was appointed special counsel by Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, an Obama holdover. He was the U.S. attorney for the District of Maryland. Why Attorney General Jeff Sessions ever made him number two? I think Jeff Sessions needs to go on the couch, because it not only hurt the president putting Mueller in, but it hurt Sessions himself. And of course, he's become a little mouse since then, and does nothing at the department except dealing with sanctuary cities. And even this week, an ultra leftist judge by the name of Judge O'Rourke in Oregon enjoined removing the funds to fund sanctuary sanctuary cities. Another defeat. At the lower court level. And I'm not even blaming Sessions or the administration for that. It's almost impossible to win at the lower court level anymore because 90 to 95 percent of all judges are leftist appointees of President Bill Clinton or President Barack Obama. 16 out of the last 24 years they had to appoint these leftist hacks on the bench. And we're going to get back to that. And I don't mince words because most lawyers are scared to talk about the corruption, intellectual and otherwise, on the federal bench for fear of retaliation. And we go through that all the time. But someone who's a lawyer needs to say it. Now, someone who's a lawyer, Franklin, also needs to talk about Mueller. He's not a man of integrity. I have an article coming out at www.wnd.com this weekend, World Net Daily, which talks about my experience with Mueller. I represented two FBI agents who, Try to come forward before 9-11 with evidence of Saudi money laundering in the United States, and they thought something like 9-11 was going to happen. That investigation was quashed by their supervisors. 9-11 happened. I then took them to Mueller. I did that through Senator Arlen Specter. Mueller turned a blind ear to that and instead tried to drum them out of the FBI, trying to remove their security clearances. So even after they had to leave the FBI, which ultimately they did not because we prevented that, Without security clearances, you can't get a job in the defense industry or the intelligence industry, even in the private sector. So this is a very vindictive individual who sat on top of 9-11, frankly, allowed it to occur to a large extent, and then failed to address the serious problems inside of the FBI about covering up investigations such as this. And, of course, then we know in recent revelations – that Mueller was the FBI director when an investigation of Uranium One began. That is the bribery scheme, the racketeering scheme of the Clintons, taking money from the Russians in exchange for Hillary Clinton greasing the sale while she was secretary of state of 20 percent of our uranium reserves strategic, not just with regard to atomic bombs, but that's used for chemotherapy and other things, uranium. And they greased it. They got hundreds of millions of dollars into the Clinton Foundation and inflated speaking fees to Slick Willy, Bill, that is. This is the guy who they call a man of integrity. As I've said before, when in Washington, D.C., you're called a man of integrity, look out. That means that you're in the hip pocket of the establishment. And this week, because of all the leaks that have been coming out of grand juries that Robert Mueller is sitting on top of, along with his pro-Clinton prosecutors, nearly all of whom have donated money or voted for either Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama, even has a Muslim prosecutor. Can you imagine that? Now look, I'm not besmirching Muslims, but obviously they don't like Trump. He wanted a travel ban, so you put him on there to investigate. It's an outrage. So these leaks have been coming out about what's going on in the grand juries to make sure that President Trump and everybody around him, even if they're not ultimately indicted and convicted, that they are damaged, that they're harmed, that they're smeared. And that's what's been happening. And, of course, recently we find out that General Mike Flynn uh, is now likely cooperating with Mueller. So he's trying to flip Flynn to pit Flynn against Mueller. I am very disappointed at the lawyers who are representing the president of the United States, some of whom I know, and they're nice people and have done, done good work in other areas. Two minutes left. But they are, they are too timid, Franklin. They need to start pushing back because the target here— is President Trump. And the target is not just President Trump, but any Republican, any conservative that might be able to take control of Washington, D.C. and run this country in the way it should be run. And behind them are Hillary Clinton, who's circling on her broom over Washington, D.C., hoping to swoop back into power. And if that happens, the country will be destroyed. And we now have Uh, a serious situation on our hands that needs to be addressed. When we come back in the next segment, we're going to talk more about that. But I wanted to tee it up because Mueller is an evil individual. He needs to be removed. And this week, Freedom Watch and I filed a complaint with the Office of Professional Responsibility, uh, with Sessions, in a court of law because they have refused to investigate this illegal conduct of Mueller. We're asking a federal judge, and we have a hearing on November 19th, In Washington, D.C., to order the Justice Department to investigate Mueller and to dismiss him as special counsel. It's very important. And one of the things that we do at Freedom Watch is we just don't get documents. We take strong action. Somebody's got to try it short of revolution. We may be headed in that direction, and I hope not, but somebody's got to try it. In the meantime, I want you to go to FreedomWatchUSA.org, that's FreedomWatchUSA.org. We need your strong financial support. We're the mouse that roared. We're your justice department. Please support Freedom Watch, and we're going to be right back. Lethal. Special Prosecutor Larry Klayman.
1: If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to freedomwatchusa.org.
0: This Robert Mueller's investigation Uh, it is designed to help Hillary Clinton reclaim the presidency, or someone like her. But frankly, there's nobody else in the Democratic Party other than her. As much as now the Democrats are trying to put her down because she is a liability, there's no one who can take her on because she's ruthless. Eighty people died during the first Clinton administration. One recently died. I don't know the specifics of it, material witness and things that have been going on. Seth Rich, of course, we know at the Democratic National Committee, he vanished on the sidewalk in Washington, D.C. People are scared of them and don't uh, take it lightly. She wants to come back. She wants to take control And this country is evil enough in terms of the left that it could very well happen. And that's why we need to remove Mueller, because Mueller is bent on removing President Trump. And he's bent on destroying everybody around him. And, Franklin, I want to tell you that this thing with Flynn, okay, and I think Flynn is basically a good man. I don't know what's going on, but his lawyers, Trump's lawyers, need to react here because clearly the target is Trump.
1: You know, everybody's talking about documents, Larry. I was watching uh, one of the new hyperventilating talk shows, and uh, they they had they were talking about documents that had been procured by uh, an organization which you happen to have founded. Um, and I was just thinking, you know, to ask you, everybody talks about documents, like on the Uranium One case, right? There's 50,000 new documents that will be revealed concerning something quite extraordinary, by the way, a scandal that will demonstrate that foreign money right, led to the approval of a sale of uranium that harmed national security, aided a hostile power about whose danger the Democrats have been hyperventilating for the past year. But what you do at Freedom Watch is not like, just get documents. And I wouldn't mind if you get into that a little more, because when I try to reach you, you're always in the middle of a fight. I mean, you're fighting, you're scrapping, you're taking things to court. But it's almost as if the the, the wizard behind the curtain of media in the United States can't tell the difference between actually taking people to court and making them accountable for their misdeeds, high crimes, misdemeanors, and then just sort of Doing a news hit. Uh, Am I crazy, or do you see what I'm talking about?
0: No, you're not. I've said that before, Franklin. Look, I mean, I invented the concept of a private Justice Department when I founded Judicial Watch in 1994, because I saw that our Justice Department, of which I was an alumnus, was not doing its job. Politics was influencing everything. Those who were on the right side of the political fence were were not prosecuted. Those who weren't were prosecuted. And that's why I started it. And we brought hard-hitting cases, not just for documents. And that can be important. But what are you going to do when you get the documents? In this instance, you know, I was, I was watching a show the other night with Laura Ingram, who's very talented, but she was lauding the accomplishments of my former colleagues and getting documents about a guy named McCabe, who was, you know, this, the deputy director of the FBI. Well, you know what? Those documents have come out years late because these Democrat appointees on the bench slow roll everything they wanted hillary to be elected so you can get the documents okay you get on fox news the media has a lot of fun with the documents but what happens okay (laughs) and you've got to bring these hard-hitting cases you got to bring racketeering cases you got to bring mandamus cases to force the government to act you got to bring your own cases we have citizens grand juries down in ocala florida because citizens have the right to impanel grand juries and indict and try and convict We've got to do everything we can short of violent revolution. And, and frankly, I think we're headed in that direction. I'm not going to be the one that advocates it. Thomas Jefferson said that every other generation, we would be in this situation. And we are. And I'm trying to use the legal system to prevent it. So when you hear about Freedom Watch and go to freedomwatchusa.org, freedomwatchusa.org and support us, We're not just getting documents. We are what Judicial Watch used to be, the private justice department of the American people. I'm not just scratching my own back. I'm talking about reality here because Freedom Watch is not is run by a lawyer. It's me. Judicial Watch is not run by a lawyer, and that's why they focus on documents. So thank you for bringing that up, Franklin, because the American people need to know that many people think I'm still at Judicial Watch. But no, Freedom Watch is what Judicial Watch used to be. Read about what we do, sign up for our newsletters, sign the petition to have President Trump name me special counsel to the Justice Department, and let's wage this peaceful second American revolution. We'll be right back. that make corrupt politicians make wee-wee in their little pants. Transparency and the rule of law will be the touchstones of this president. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Special prosecutor, Larry Klayman.
1: Be the one who makes our country great again. Go to freedomwatchusa.org and donate.
0: Now I wanna talk about why sometimes documents are important, okay, they're important Generally, it's good to know what the government is doing. Transparency is important. But let's talk about the Clive and Bundy case and what's been going on there. Because we have a prosecutor there by the name of Stephen Myrie, who is a corrupt individual, an Obama holdover. He's got two assistants and someone by the name of Mr. Sheese and another prosecutor uh, who uh, has done a lot of, frankly, unethical uh, things and is engaged in a lot of misconduct. This case has been going on now for nearly two years. Cliven Bundy and his sons, with the exception of Ryan, who was recently let out uh, just so he could defend himself and is in the halfway house, have been in prison for those two years and they haven't been convicted of anything. They're not a flight risk. All the jailers tell me, and I've visited Cliven at least 25 times in the last year and nine months, that he's a model prisoner, that he's a fine man, they love him, and everybody, every race, color, and creed, in the prison in Pahrump and now in Henderson County Jail where he's held because it's closer to the courthouse where the trial is now going on. Tell me how great he is. But yet this very partisan Harry Reid-recommended Obama-appointed judge by the name of Gloria Navarro, having first thrown Cliven in solitary confinement for no reason, he's now out, but he's been in prison now for a year and nine months. And during that time, his health has suffered. He's lost a lot of teeth. His family doesn't get to see him. He's already been punished for crimes that he did not commit. This is a political prosecution. But what do we find out recently? We find out that the FBI and the Bureau of Land Management, who who came into Cliven's property to take it away from him for Harry Reid, for Obama. Obama turned it into a national monument, the Gold Butte National Monument, nationalized his land, family ranched on it for 150 years, salt of the earth good people. We have now find out that documents were withheld that could be used in the defense of Clive and Bundy. Documents, important documents, and also likely video, because there was surveillance that was going on at the ranch of the Bundy family showing that they were not a threat to federal officers. They've been charged with threatening federal officers, obstruction of justice, and other alleged crimes. 17 counts that this was not turned over. Now, months ago, I had filed a similar complaint with the Office of Professional Responsibility and with the Inspector General of the Justice Department. I had asked Attorney General Sessions to review the case neutrally. He took an exit stage left. He buried his head in the sand. He called the prosecutors, unbelievable that he said this, courageous people, and then said, I'm not taking sides. Well, you know what? You're the Attorney General. You got to take sides. Put up or shut up, Attorney General Sessions. If you want that job, you've got to take sides. But I didn't even ask him to do that. I said, just review this case because it is a political prosecution. It's an outrage. Outrage not just to Cliven, not just to ranchers, but to anybody in this country who believed in what our founding fathers did in 1776 when they went up against King George III who was busting into their homes like this modern government under Obama did with the Bundys, who beat up their families, who overtaxed them, who took their property. This is exactly the reason we fought the revolution. That's why this case is so important. And it's why I ask you to go to clivenbundydefensefund.org. clivenbundydefensefund.org. I'm going to be out there for four months. Uh, you know, we need the financial support here to fully defend Cliven. And I've got these two cases in Washington, D.C. for him, trying to get these documents. And last week, a judge in Washington, D.C. ordered a hearing over the withholding of these documents and the prosecutorial misconduct, because I filed a lawsuit against Jeff Sessions, against the director of the FBI, against the director of Bureau of Land Management in their official capacities to do this investigation with the inspector general and Office of Professional Responsibility, and to order the dismissal of this lawsuit. I'm trying every way I can, because we don't have an honest judge in Las Vegas, Nevada. She's the handpicked clone of Harry Reid and Obama. She wants Cliven and his sons and the other defendants convicted. She's on a mission. Even the Las Vegas Review Journal, Franklin, has criticized her for violating the constitutional rights of defendants. And that's a mainstream publication. That is not a conservative publication. So that's where we are. And that's why sometimes documents are more important than just simply in a FOIA case. But I'll tell you something, you know, Franklin, you and I were born on the East Coast, but We don't appreciate fully what the land means because we need the land. That is our lifeblood. That is everything to people in the West in particular. This started
1: with an impoundment effort by the government where they were going to take the Bundy's cows away. Uh, As far as I know, this was like 2014. Uh, There were so many supporters. Then essentially the government – this is my take on it, right? Then (laughs) – there was a whole lot of stuff happening real fast, and a whole lot of accusations flying by the government. People wound up getting taken away. Now there's a there was really an armed standoff. There were at least three or four hundred people right there, right? and that, And really, what what happened was the government just started throwing charges around. That's how I see it. Now, I'm not a lawyer, Larry, like you, but I, the charges included conspiracy threatening federal officials, all kinds of firearms charges that came out of nowhere, and what they're focusing on now is I think they're not going to just arrest him and the kids because I saw a news story the other day where they were, I have a piece of it here, Larry, but the cattle, can quote, the cattle continue to roam trampling sensitive soils and consuming limited vegetation, so I think the next thing, Larry is they're going to just go out there and they're just going to put those cattle in the manettes they're going to put them in the handcuffs. I don't know how you handcuff a cow, but they're going to take them away, and they should get them on environmental degradation charges. What do you think is there is it that well possible, that's right
0: I, I gave an interview you can see it at clive and bundy defense fund dot O-R-G, and please support us. We need your strong financial support and your moral support and your prayers. But Bureau of Land Management moved in many years ago to these ranchers in the West. They've all gone out of business mostly, except for Cliven in Nevada. And they actually, because of these environmental rules, they use that as an excuse, telling the cattle what bush they could eat at. Now, we're talking about (laughs) desert here. This is not green acres, okay, (laughs) with uh, Arnold Ziffel. Okay, this is we're talking about survival, and then they said the desert tortoise. You have to be worried about the desert tortoise. We don't want to harm the desert tortoise. Well, you know what? The desert tortoise loves the cattle. They eat the cow manure. That's their food, uh, in large part. So I'm not talking about. <laughs> this is why they wouldn't
1: show. Remember the whole A- national wildlife refuge in Alaska, Anwar debate on why we we could not possibly open up oil reserves in Alaska. We do not want energy independence. The oil is killing all the caribou. The, the caribou are all going to die. Well, of course, you know, I was in the Royal Canadian Army affiliated Black Watch Canada for six years. I've done lots of winter exercises up there. I've seen lots of caribou. But you'll notice one thing, just like you said about the cow manure and the tortoises, they'll never show you pictures of the pipeline. They never show you pictures of the actual pipeline. Think about it. Have you ever seen any of these mainstream media publications show you a picture of the pipeline? They don't. And the reason is because all around the pipeline are the caribou. They love the pipeline. They're, you know, the oil and the, they keep it warm. The pipeline is warm. The caribou mate. They graze. There's food around the pipeline. They don't want to go. The People are talking about, oh, the caribou can't migrate. No, no, the caribou migrate when they want to, but whenever they get a chance, they stop and hang out near the pipeline because that's oh, yeah, where the keeps- grasses and the lichens and the bosses and the liverworts grow that they eat, and they just have a blast of it keeps,
0: it keeps <laughs> unintended them
1: consequence.
0: Yeah, so what happens? The left and Obama and Reid, Reid wanted to sell this off to Chinese environmental interests. It was reported, and his son Rory, who's as corrupt as he is, a lawyer in downtown Las Vegas, was arranging for this deal. And it was a way to get the land away from Cliven and Bundy and his family that they had ranched, as I said, for 150 years and to sell it off. And he's the last remaining rancher there that he ranched on and still does on 400,000 acres in and around Lake Mead. And he's the last man standing. But because of these regulations, Cliven said, hey, I'm not going to pay the Bureau of Land Management to put me out of business. He says, I can manage the land myself. I don't need you coming in here to manage it. I don't need you telling me what bush my cow can eat from. And, <laughs> you know, that's like your, your friends at, at Thanksgiving dinner saying, go eat pork instead of eat, eating, the, go eat, you know, your Jewish friends, go eat pork instead of eating turkey, you know? So <laughs> that's, I'm joking. But it is I'm, true
1: that now they're doing whatever they can to get the cows. They got to arrest the cows too. And you got to think about the guy. You know, I think I'm not, I don't have a fancy graduate degree in law, but there's got to be a guy behind a desk somewhere who ponders and thinks, and he's got a good government job. Maybe he makes his little, you know, the two classes of people in America, there's government employees and then the rest of us, right? So maybe he makes a little government salary, like maybe $350,000 a year. And he sits there twiddling his thumbs, and then one day he comes up with a great idea and calls his wife. He says, Mary, I got a great idea. We're going to arrest the guy's cows, too. How about it? The cows are trampling the delicate soil. Well, Larry, we've both been out there. I haven't been out there on this case, but I know that whole area. Very interesting radio um, markets, too, out there that are so-called... Las Vegas shadow markets. But there's so much interesting stuff happening. But but it's desert. You know, it's desert.
0: Yeah. I spent a lot of time in Las Vegas, obviously, in the last two years. Great people out there. Salt of the earth people. And uh, this is an outrage. But anyway, we brought this lawsuit. We've got a hearing on November 19th. We need your support. Uh, We've got a judge, hopefully, that will put his foot down and cause the Justice Department and its various agencies to do an investigation Because cases can be dismissed on the basis of prosecutorial misconduct. We have huge prosecutorial misconduct. The prosecutor, Stephen Myrae, acting U.S. attorney, holdover from Obama, wants to be U.S. attorney generally. That ain't going to happen. But he's lied to the judge. He's lied to everybody. He's lied to the media. And they've withheld crucial information. And it was just discovered in the last few weeks. So this may be a way to break the case. Uh, we're trying creative means. I've always been very creative. And we hope that a judge will finally stand up to what's right and order the Justice Department to do an investigation. And when it confirms the prosecutorial misconduct, the lies, the withholding of exculpatory Brady material evidence, that they'll order the dismissal of this case. So go to Cliven Bundy Defense Cliven Bundy Defense and contribute to our cause. But Cliven, uh, Clive, <laughs> Franklin. Speaking There's, of
1: land seizures, uh, Mr. Clayman, did you hear about the situation at Alcatraz, the famous yeah, prison it. at Alcatraz Island off San Francisco? Yeah.
0: Isn't this ironic? Is that some Native American Indians who <laughs> seized control of Alcatraz from 1969 to 71, in a tribute to their own cause, hold each year an unThanksgiving Day event? UnThanksgiving, okay. And who came this year? But the former quarterback, I might say rather challenged quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, Colin Kaepernick, he shows up uh, to celebrate that with the Indians. And, of course, the Indians are offended that on television yesterday and in RFK, state not RFK, but the stadium in Washington, D.C., former one was RFK, was a Redskins football game. And of course, that was an affront to Indians. Okay, so the irony is, is that the Indians get to seize Alcatraz uh, for their own bizarre reasons. Nothing against the Indians, frankly, personally. But the Bundys can't protect their own land with their cattle.
1: And, And it just goes to show that the leftists, just like the people at my Thanksgiving dinner, which I created and served for them, never make the emotional transition from this feeling of everything's unfair that teenagers, you know, inhabit. They never become mature adults. It's always someone else's fault, and responsibility for their actions is always a sociocultural matter. It's never actually their fault, that their lives don't go anywhere. And they're convinced that everything, except their own tastes and opinions, is terrible and has to be reformed or seized or removed or burned until everybody thinks just like they do. Teenagers Hi, Prime think. Prime.
0: Supporting Freedom Watch is so important, freedomwatchusa.org, because we don't think like the masses think. We think the way the Founding Fathers think. We'll be right back.
1: Before he was a trial lawyer, he sliced him and diced him.
0: People used to ask me, Larry, what caused you to start Judicial Watch and now Freedom Watch, given the powerful forces in this country, that put you at risk?
1: In a meat packing plant. I'm the
0: son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice. A
1: very special
0: prosecutor, Larry Klayman.
1: If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to FreedomWatchUSA.org.
0: Here's how you can contribute to Freedom Watch. Go to FreedomWatch.com. USA.org, freedomwatchusa.org, and contribute to our cause. Sign up for our newsletters and our publications. Listen to this radio show each week. Let's end the show. Although we all had a good Thanksgiving dinner, sometimes it comes up. Sometimes it's time to throw up. So let's have the throw up segment of this show right now. Hillary Clinton. I learned over the Thanksgiving holiday, a nice gentleman who supports Freedom Watch, came to me, and he showed me the copy of a cover of a book that was written by Scott McClellan. It's called What Happened Inside the Bush White House and Washington's Cultural Deception. Now, Hillary's done it again. We know going back to the Clinton years in 19, excuse me, in the year 2000, she actually tried to steal some very valuable pieces in the White House, some furniture. She was caught doing it. We caught her at Judicial Watch, the press quarter, and she had to bring it back. OK, there's no crime, as I've always said, that is beneath Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, even stealing furniture. Well, now apparently she's stolen the title of Scott McClellan. It's a copyrighted title. What happened? And, you know, I have to laugh because I used to have a bumper sticker, as I've said, in the kitchen at Judicial Watch. that said, Clinton happens. And now we know she's even stolen the copyright of someone who wrote a political book. Um, I don't know. Maybe the guy will want to bring a lawsuit. Who knows? He could make a lot of money. What do you think? I
1: recall when Al Gore did the same thing to our friend Joseph Farah, at WND, uh, the founder and editor of WND. Joseph had just written what became a New York multiple New York Times bestseller, "Taking America Back," and it was right when it was at the top of the New York Times bestseller list that Al Gore did the same thing. Came out with the book. It was his whole campaign, "Taking America Back." <laughs> That's just. It's a. I learned this from. From working in restaurants my whole life. You know, we were just like you were meatpacking. We had restaurants and hotels. And I always noticed it was always the commie, uber-privileged, super-rich types. And, you you know, you hear everybody's dinner conversations where the silver forks would go missing from the table or the bits of silverware would go missing. And after a while, I realized some people really don't have any sense of personal responsibility It's all part of a world designed for their own amusement and aggregation of power.
0: Well, and talk about a lack of personal responsibility. That's a nice way of putting it. Uh, The World Net Daily column that I wrote this week, you can find it at freedomwatchusa.org, talks about the lack of responsibility with regard to the treatment of women. As you know, I represented Jennifer Flowers, Dolly Kyle Browning, Paula Jones, Juanita Broderick, Kathleen Willey during the 1990s. And now we have this Salem witch hunt with regard to virtually everybody on the planet who doesn't have to be happen to be a feminist, that everybody's committed sexual harassment. Of course, the biggest harasser is Bill Clinton. And until recently, not even the Democrats have been willing to talk about that. But Hillary was the person who was the hitman. She was on the war room. She knew that if her husband went down, she was going down, no pun intended, and that uh, this was going to prevent her from being president someday. So she went out and she tried to destroy these women. And, of course, I defended him during those years. But Miss Hillary, she's never gone. She's always there. She's a vicious, cruel witch. And, uh, you know, we're fighting our best to finally legally put her away and to take her broom away from her and to send her back to the land of Oz and to have her put underneath the house where she belongs.
1: Do you think, uh, Larry clayman that the— Uh, Uranium One will lead to a prosecution. The story is so fascinating and disturbing. I mean, it's huge. This is a big deal. This is private money, bribe money used to weaken America's interests politically and militarily abroad and to aid aggressive foreign powers. But do we have a Justice Department, Larry, that will actually prosecute?
0: That'll never happen, and that's why we brought this case And we are prepared to ourselves start a citizen's grand jury. I've been urging President Trump to order Attorney General Jeff Sessions to appoint me a special counsel. If I was appointed special counsel, you can bet there would be indictments. There's enough now. I don't mean to prejudge things, but it's out there. Everybody knows. But not this Justice Department, not any Justice Department. We don't have a Justice Department anymore. What we do have is a Freedom Watch. And go to freedomwatchusa.org and support us. Franklin, we'll be back next week we got to keep pushing we got to keep punching this country needs to be saved so god ever god bless everybody this thanksgiving weekend and god save america